From the studios of WFN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan, on this uh, afternoon program as we watch the Mets go through a, uh, really, life and death to try and beat the Cincinnati Reds this afternoon on this Wednesday. I mean, just crazy. Uh, Thanks for the guys filling in yesterday. Uh, I had scheduled a a golf tournament on Long Island, a charity event, uh, back in January, and they all thought I was going to blow it off because of what had happened and that I was back working. But uh, I had to keep my commitment, so I did. And uh, it was very nice of the folks to telecare, you know, the Catholic cha- you know, network they have on Long Island. Uh, it's been there forever. They do a really good job with that. So uh, I had to do a fundraiser for them, a big charity event for them on the island at a couple of golf courses. So uh, that's where I was yesterday. Uh, and uh, back today as we get ready. Uh, I've watched the Mets this afternoon. Uh, listen, not too many jokes about them batting out of order. How does somebody start the game and bat out of order? I have no idea. I really have no idea. It's, it, it is so embarrassing. It is, it's almost comical. How would you actually, what what'd you do? Argue over the lineup? Have three different ones in three different pockets? I mean, how did you have a different batting order? I mean, I don't even know how you start the game and have guys bat out of order. I don't even know how it's, it's humanly possible. They don't do that in Little League. I mean, I have no idea. But they did. And more importantly, their life and death to try and you know win two out of three against a team that is just so bad it's ugly. Uh, and they almost lost game one. They lost game two. And here they are, 1-1 on the 10th in game three. And Wheeler had to get out of first and third, no out. Bases loaded, one out uh, You know, in the sixth inning. To, to, to preserve this game, which is 1-1 going to the bottom of the 10th. So the Mets' life and death as we go through the afternoon here and get ready for some uh, real baseball tonight as the Yankees and the uh, Red Sox will meet with the Yankees uh, hotter than Georgia asphalt right now as they have won 16 out of 17. I mean, listen, when you win nine in a row, the idea is don't give back three or four games. To lose one game and then knock off seven in a row is utterly ridiculous. I mean, that is putting together, you know, if you have a 20 and 10 month, you had a great month in baseball. You knock off 16 wins in 17 games. I mean, that's, that is scary stuff. And then to do it against the likes of the teams they're playing. Remember the big 13? Well, there's only two games left in the big 13. And right now the Yanks are 10 and one in those third in those on their way to the 13 games. They are now 10 and one. Three against the Angels, three and one against the Astros. Sweep the Indians, who were finally winning today right now uh, in Milwaukee. They had slipped under 500. That's how bad things have gotten for the Indians. Uh, and then last night with a win, despite some utterly avert your eyes third base coaching. I mean, come on, please. Why is it so hard to coach third base in the major leagues now? I cannot understand it. How do you send Torres when he's not even at third base? I mean, Mike, that could have been extremely costly. I mean, that was a, he had not even turned the bag. And he, he was out by 40 feet. So I just don't get it sometimes how bad the third base coaching is. It really is. It's just in the major leagues, third base coaching used to be an art. It is so bad now. It's unbelievable. You see so many bad reads. Think about the last couple of years, how many bad reads you've seen at third base. I mean, just an amazing number. That was just so bad. It was out by, it was out from here. To there. I'm not going to make a big deal out of the Stanton play. 
I don't know if he would have been safe if he slid anyway. I don't think he would. I couldn't tell if he would have been safe or not. I actually thought he was safe the first at first glance. You know, I thought they had missed a tag. I, I, uh, I, I still didn't see that to my satisfaction of whether he got tagged or not. Because he kind of thought he was in. But be that as it may, uh, the Yanks didn't get the insurance when they needed. But they made short work of the uh, Red Sox. And away they go and get game one. Porcello against uh, Tanaka this evening. No price. Rodriguez tomorrow. And the Red Sox will try to see if they can first break through. And then worry about winning the series first, get a game against the Yankee team, which, you know, every night finds a way and wins games. You know, blew the game Friday night to the Indians, blew the big lead with CC on the mound, came back, won the game. On Sunday, basically said, hey, not our day, rest of my pen, here's your game, and still won the game. So, I mean, right now it is very hard uh, for the Yanks to even contemplate defeat the way things are going right now. That's how hot they have gotten in this season. Uh, and the Red Sox open the season that hot. The Yankees right now are that hot. And the Red Sox will see if they can cool them off this evening. So we got plenty of Yankees, Red Sox to get to. Listen, I know Stan had a couple of home runs last night. I didn't think last night's game was – I got to the game I, – I got to the game in the third inning as far as TV. I was dri- driving home from the event I was at, and I was listening on the radio. Uh, when I got home and settled in, it was like – Bottom of the third, top of the fourth. So I watched the rest of the game from there. I didn't think it was an overly intense or exciting game. I didn't, I, I just didn't, you know, it didn't grab me as one of those games. Oh, is this over? It's over. Reds beat the Mets. That's a home run. Who hit it? Duval hits it in the lower deck and left. And Harvey's going to have a lot of fun pitching in that park. I mean, my God, that is a band box. So the Mets lose two out of three to the Reds. Hey. They stink right now, folks. There's no other word for it. They are an awful team going nowhere. And really, they are rudderless. And I think it could get a lot worse. Right now, they're going to Philadelphia. Bruce is going to have his, uh, have his baby. So he's gone. Cespedes is hurt. Frazier's on the DL. DeGrom's on the DL coming off to pitch hopefully this weekend. You know, Syndergaard can't find himself. They have nothing in the bullpen. They have nothing behind those two. And now they just lost two out of three to the worst team in the world. They are going nowhere fast. And I'm glad they found a place for Harvey. You know what they found for Harvey? A place where Harvey's going to go out there and get pounded, and they're not going to care. They are going to let him pitch because they don't have five guys. So Harvey wants to pitch. He won't have to look in the bullpen and see if he's coming out of the game. He's not coming out. And But good luck pitching in that park because everything's a home run in that park. Absolutely everything. So good luck pitching there and with a team that has, you know, uh, can't beat anybody, but they just beat the Mets two out of three. So it has gone. I know a lot of people said to me, hey, you really overreacted on the Mets on Monday. I said, no, I didn't. It's that bad right now. And it could get worse in a hurry. And I get a feel with teams where I just think things are just coming apart. And I think the Mets, it is coming apart at the seams. And it could get a lot worse very quickly. And that's why if you're the manager, if you're Sandy, if you're Omar, if you're uh, Jeff Wilpon, right now be very, very concerned. You're just not putting a product that can win on the field. This is a perfect indication. You won one game and you were lights out to, you know, you want life and death to win it in a three-game series against the Reds. You could have got swept. 
The Reds jumping around. The team is, was, what were they, 8-26 when the Mets got to town? They beat the Mets two out of three. This could get a lot worse fast. I mean, you're looking at it. What are you looking at that excites you? What are you looking at that you say, you know what, that's a strength. They don't have any strength right now. Their best two pitches are messed up. Cespedes is hurt. Frazier is hurt. Bruce is going on vacation. They have no pitches behind the big two. And the big two, one right now is messed up, and the other one's coming off the deal. There is not a lot here. And the catch they got, listen, he had one year in the majors. Moresco had one year. He had 25 home runs. I don't know how he did it. He's never hit 10 again. And if you look at his batting average the last four years, he's hit about 170. So, listen, this is not any answer. A catcher. This is not an answer. You were not getting anything that was any good for Harvey. They found the home for him. You know where they sent Harvey? They sent him to oblivion. Is where they sent him. They sent him to oblivion. This red team's going to lose 100 games. And, and not only that, you're pitching in a bandbox. And when it's 5 nothing in the second, don't look out to the pen for somebody. There's nobody there. So that's the Mets situation. Bad and getting worse by the moment. You know what's the best thing you can say about the Mets? They're off tomorrow. That's the best thing you can say. They're off tomorrow. So they can't lose tomorrow. Back to baseball. That's the Yankees and the Red Sox tonight, which as we listen, I don't think this is prove it time for the Red Sox. This series is way too early for that. They both have had wonderful starts to this season. Right now, the Yanks are just the much hotter team. They're going to have their ebbs and flows in this season. I think the Yankees are the deeper team. They're the superior team, and they have the ability with what they have, chips to play, uh, to add the player they need to add as far as the pitching goes later in the season. So I think advantage Yankees, but I think the Red Sox obviously are an extremely talented team. You know, they have some wonderful players. And, again, but they, they do need Price to be good. And, you know, the Yanks didn't see sale in the series. We know that. And, they, you know, luckily for Price, they're not seeing Price, which we know is never an issue. And they'll try to see if they get a win. Maybe they won't get a win in the series. But even if they don't get a win in the series, it's not going to kill their season. They'll be fine. I mean, they'd like to get one, that's for sure. But you know what? If they don't, Right now, you run into a hot club, you tip your hat, and away you go. You know, now you, you start chasing the Yankees a little bit. We'll have uh, the Nick head coach, David Fisdale, will join us today. We will have Sam Donald today. So we have two guys who are going to be very, very big in this town, hopefully for a long time. Well, they're going to be big starting soon. They're going to be important pieces and important personalities in this town right now. And you hope, if you're fans of those clubs, that these guys are here and are going to write successful stories for a very, very long time. So we will have two of them today in Fisdale and in Sam Donald. So we're looking to talk to both of them. We'll do some baseball. We'll do some stuff from the stadium. We'll get ready for the Yankees-Red Sox game, too. And, yes, if you want to talk about the – Disaster. And 
I'm calling it a disaster at 18 and 7, not at 18 and 17, not because of the record, because forget it. Remember, this team started with a 10 game cushion and has already, they've already deflated that. That's gone. Now they start getting to the negative side very soon. One more, and they're back to dead even. Then we go to the debits. And this team has no answers for any of its problems, and it has a problem anywhere you look. Back after this. 